crossing my fingers that tomorrow is going to come out and say, you know what, guys? Because I love Jen, we've met, we've chatted, we've talked, we're buddies, we're texting pals, um, you know, we're Facebook friends, whatever. We're bringing back Mary Poppins. We were going to have it. COVID yes. killed But I'm going to say right Bring now, because of Jen, we're bringing it back. And Jen, I want your team to be the first ones to experience it because you, that's that's a guess. I could be wrong. You know what? We accept. That's a guess. We, we accept. Humbly. Exactly. We accept. I'm just humbly. Yeah. Humbly. I, actually, Josh, since you're listening to this, and I know that you are, uh, let's go ahead and say this. Don't even say we're going to invite the team. Just say they're coming because we accept the invitation you haven't given yet, but are going to give. We get it. Yeah. You had to wait, but you know, we know the invitation is coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show, a podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hi, Jen. Hi, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast, number 116. 116 straight weeks of Jen and Dave being yep. in your inbox, although Jen's been there for most of it. I think I missed one because I was in the hospital, and you missed a couple because you were into the country or on a cruise or in a cruise into the country or whatever. Every so, time I think I've been traveling, it's like yeah, I've been, been like literally somewhere you know, that I couldn't. You're yeah. wandering the Aborigine desert of, of Australia. You're staying at the Grand Flow, sleeping at Victoria and Albert's, just whatever. I mean, you know, you got a lot going on. Me, yeah, I had to go to the hospital. Yeah. So, you know, all good. How'd you do Disney this week, Jen? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Well, actually, I'm Disney currently by putting together some youtube videos for our youtube the upon a star i'm sorry youtube we channel. have a youtube page how do we, i find oh, it oh you would just go to youtube and google upon a star travel actually not yeah upon a star right. travel right there and uh we pop right up and you can also link to it from you know our different social media places but mm -hmm. i um what's nice is we are starting to post uh, like room tours, yes. different things as we yep. go there. So um, more and more content to come. We've have some other videos up, but uh, yeah, stay tuned for. I like it. That. I like it. Very good. I'll link the YouTube page on our website, the mscpodcast.com. So you can go there and also click on the YouTube page. Although again, go to YouTube and search in the letters upon a star travel enter and it will pop up with all the videos and stuff. And yeah, you're right. We are collecting lots of room. I love room videos. And and I found yeah, that nice. not just from me, but also for clients or even friends that are wondering, send them a picture, send them a video of the room. Be like, I know you want to stay at yeah. Coronado Springs. Here's what the room looks there like. You you can see for yourself. Somebody stayed yeah. there two weeks ago, and this is the video they took. Mm -hmm. and, uh, room videos are great. Speaking of Coronado, of course, we will be talking about that later on this week. Later yes. on this week. How about later on tonight? <laughs> so, how, how about, yeah, like literally. I mean, technically it is later on this week because it'll be further in the week than we are right now, but it's only like 20 minutes away. But so, I was going to say, it's not, not very far. We'll get there. We'll get there. For me, Disney this week, I well, I sort of Disney this week. I want to say I magic this week. Of course, I got my orange bird hat mm -hmm. on, which I adore my orange bird hat because my hat, my hair is all over the place because we went to the Splash Adventure today, the little theme park we have here in Birmingham, me and the kid. This is yeah. the last time this summer we get to go because next week oh. closed for the weekday and only open on weekends, and we do not go on the weekends. And then, of course, no. he starts school next week. He's going to be a fourth grader. It's insane. Oh, my um, But last week, I, I got to go over to Nashville or up to Nashville to the universal training. We had universal training in the area. Oh, yes, indeed. And what they, what they will do, a lot of a lot of places will send sandals, universal. Other places will send mm -hmm. uh, representatives to different bigger cities like Atlanta, Nashville, New Orleans, or whatever. And you right. sign up and you go and they do, quote, unquote, training. And what I mean by like air quotes and training is that they basically just kind of do a seminar of like, this is what we have to offer. These are what our rooms look like. like here's the updates. It's easy you know. stuff, stuff that I kind of already knew. There really wasn't anything I didn't know. Um, but it was nice to have a refresher. We got to go with Agent mm -hmm. Meredith. I got She and I went up there. Uh, our agent, Tortuga, was supposed to go with us and wasn't able to go. So it was yeah. Meredith and I. But I brought all that up to say, I do want to mention it, because this is the travel podcast. Uh, Disney, mostly, but we talk travel too. Mm -hmm. Got to go to the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. 
Isn't now, that such a cool place? For me, it's like the Grand Ole Opry tour. I've never done the yeah. tour before. I've never, I've seen the Grand Ole Opry, but I've never actually visited mm-hmm. inside the Grand Ole Opry. And and Meredith was was all like, "Let's let's do this. Let's do something fun, whatever." And I'm like, "I you know we got to get back." And she's like, "No, let's." There was that or the Madame Tussauds Wax Museum there in the Opry Mills Mall, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm paying forty bucks to watch a bunch of wax figures." I'm just, I'm not, I don't really want to spend my money on that. And so uh, we're like, let's do the Grand Ole Opry. Now for me, I grew up, um, my grandparents raised me and they had mm-hmm. a radio sitting on the counter that played the country music station all day from morning to night. They turned the radio off at night. When my grandfather would get up at six or six thirty in the morning, he'd flip the radio on <laughs> and it literally stayed on all day. Even with the TV going, they would just turn the volume down. The radio stayed on all day. So I oh grew up on, on old country. I grew up on the yeah. Statler Brothers and the Forster Sisters and the Oak Ridge Boys and Conway Twitty and George Jones and Johnny Cash, yeah. all of those. So it, and it actually lasted through even to the 90s into college. And, you know, I had my, my, my fill of, of country as well. My favorite artist of mm-hmm. all time is Garth Brooks. Um, I love okay. I love the Dixie Chicks. I love uh, Ricky Van Shelton. I love um, I'm trying to think of other country artists <laughs> popping in my head, but I love all of those country artists, old and new, whatever. So to walk through the Grand Ole Opry was really cool because there's it's memorabilia, cool. and also, and I don't know if you remember this show, Jen, because you know you're quite young. Um, I got to see the soundstage where they filmed Hee Haw. Yeehaw was a staple of my childhood. Every Saturday or Sunday or whatever it came on, we would watch Hee Haw. And I got to see it. Now, really, it's just an empty state. It's an empty, like, room right now with, like, a big screen, and that's it. But still, <laughs> I was like, when I was nine, eight, seven years old, they were filming Hee Haw in this room, and I was watching this being, I mean, like, this is, it was really cool. Got to stand on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry. Oh, the so cool. Now, it's something where it's 40 bucks. It's a $40 tour. Right. Is it overpriced? Absolutely. Is it worth it? Yes. Um, I'm glad I would not do it again. I agree. I I've really done wish one the price before. Was it's 40, worth it. But, I, but I, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Um, and so to stand on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry, and I know every 15 mm-hmm. or 20 minutes another tour leaves, you got 20 people each paying 40 bucks a piece. They're making bank on this thing. Because really, it's like, here's some memorabilia. Here is, uh, here's the dressing rooms. So-and-so had stayed here once. Here's a story. Go to the stage. And that's it. But still, I'm like, this is amazing. This is awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> and you know, standing on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry where thousands of people stood before mm-hmm. me as they already went to the tour, where another three or 400 would come after me because the tour was late right. today. Still, it was cool. It was really cool. The boards creaked under my feet, and I'm like, this is where Vince Gill stood when he when he sang uh, go, go, go High on That Mountain. It's, this is great. This is really, really cool. So uh, the downside is, and I'll wrap up this, wrap up this part of the show, but the downside is that um, – you get it. They, they take a picture in front of a little circle in front of a microphone, which is really cool. And obviously, it's like Disney where they charge you for the picture. Yeah. You're not allowed to take right. a picture of the picture. And they really won't let you take pictures other than the photographer. So I'm like, well, it's $25 for the picture. Do I want this? No. Am I going to get it? Absolutely. So I got the actual physical copies and they give you a digital download. I'm like, well, this mm, is what I want. That's I can nice. post this. This is cool. The digital download was awful. If you go to my 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 pages, you go to Instagram or my personal Instagram or my Facebook, yeah. and you zoom in, it is so blurry. It's a terrible picture. That's so awful. It's really awful for twenty five dollars. So I'm going to take the, the the physical copy and try to scan, and scan it, it, make a better picture. But anyway, there's a great app that I yeah. use for that. It's called Unfade. Really? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do all that. I'm just going to scan it into a scanner and hopefully. No, but like, you, it scans it right. In, it scans it into your phone as just a photo. Oh, I got you. Okay, that's what you're saying. I thought yeah, you meant yeah, like yeah. it doctors like blurry pictures. No, like, okay. no, 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 no. It's it just like oh. because sometimes I um that's how I posted some of my <laughs> older photos. <laughs> okay. Found like oh I'll just scan it this way because I mean it's a, I don't want to go. I don't want to find my scanner. We have three scanners and none, none of them are hooked up in our house. We have three printers and none are hooked up in our house, which is really sad. Mm. So I can't really print anything. Um, not that I have anything to print it besides, you know, invoices and confirmations and things like that. So, But I send it all email, which is what you want. So <laughs> let's talk a little bit of news. It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vatney. Yeah, news. So we don't have any huge news topics to get to, but we have a lot of news to mm-hmm. get to. A lot of little things going on here. First of all, Give Kids the World is back. Now, Give Kids the World yes. Village, it never really went away, but no. now it's back at full 
capacity. And for those Which wondering so what right. that is, it is this great program where they take families with critically ill children mm-hmm. on an all-inclusive week-long vacation to Disney World. They give you meals, they transportation, you get tickets. It's so good. And you stay at one of the villas or whatever, or one yeah. of the Gifty of the World Village. So it's just really cool that they're coming back. They're at full capacity now. Like, they're operating. Yeah fully which is great so mm-hmm. i'm glad to finally see that's going on uh if you're out there and you're like you know what it's tax time and i got some donations i want to make to try to get a little more credit yeah. on my taxes i don't know what to do uh first of all call me and i'm ha- i'm happy to give you some autism charities <laughs> to donate to but if you're like you know what i, I want to do something different give kids the world it's a great place to donate it's to because you're helping great, sick yes. children go to disney world which mm-hmm. is which is fantastic so uh so there's that of course we've also got the changes that are happening on genie plus yes which is weird when disney does this because they put that big announcements out like changes to disney plus and you go on instagram and you see genie the influence did, did i say disney plus genie plus sorry changes to <laughs> genie plus whatever changes to genie plus and you see the instagrammers they're all like big changes happening to genie plus right now Jen, what are the changes? Remind me again. Oh, you mean the changes that aren't changes. Right. The changes that actually aren't changing. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a change in that on August 8th, I believe it is. The the, 7th, actually. Or on the 7th. Well, sorry. Doesn't even matter. (laughs) But, you know, by the end of the day, the 7th, like the 7th, um, there were five different attractions that Mm -hmm. used to be individual lightning lanes or ILLs. And those were transitioned early this summer, late spring, early summer, to Genie Plus, ostensibly to accommodate the larger summer crowds. So things like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Mm -hmm. um, things like Space Mountain. um, Well, Remy at the time was a uh, was a virtual queue. But yeah, okay. Um, And then uh, I'm missing Oh, Expedition Everest. There we go. Yes, Everest. Yes, Remy. Mm -hmm. Everest. And so those were individual lightning lane switched up to be regular genie plus and then as of um so at the end of the day august 7th they were supposed to go back into the individual lightning lane category that is no longer happening they're just staying so really nothing has changed it's more like they're not going to put them back right the official wording has changed and the official wording has changed but that's nice you and I both, I think, predicted yeah. they were going to stay here. Yeah. We both were like, yeah, they're not gonna. Like, the day after they moved this literally to the individual lightning lane attraction selection, lightning lane selections, or whatever we want to call it, the moment they moved them out of that into Genie Plus, like, I started operating on the basis that it was going to stay there. Like, and I changed I my verbiage, I, my, my mm-hmm. itineraries and everything with, without the intention of ever thinking I was going to change it back because it wasn't going to change. And I knew that. Um, well, yeah. I mean, we were prepared just in yep. case, but we yep. all, I, in fact, starting on August 1st, I'm like, okay, we should probably be here. We're going to announce it soon. Like, I'm yep. guessing they're going to do this. And, and they did. Yeah. So, so if you're watching out there, if you're listening to the news, and you're like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, what is Disney doing? Genie Plus? No. Nothing. Just no that what what is basically mm-hmm. been tentative in the system is now just permanent in the system. So and, okay. and and again, I think this is part of that process. What you know, we talked about Genie Plus right. what, a few weeks ago of like the improvements. Mm-hmm. Or you know what we think they're trying to revamp it. And no, right. they, I mean they are trying to revamp it. <laughs> right. They definitely right. are. So I think this is just part of that process too. Now, if you're wondering about the Magic Band Plus, of course, that's been a big deal with Genie Plus, Magic Bands and everything. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that next week. We're going to have a special episode on the Disney Wish. With a special guest. With a special guest. uh, Quasi producer Heather is coming on, and she's going to be talking about it. And she's been using Magic Band Plus, uh, the new Magic Bands, all weekend while she's Mm -hmm. there. And so we're going to get her feedback on it, the good, the bad, the ugly, the great, beautiful, magical, whatever. We'll talk about that all next week, along with the fact I'm going to give you guys like an hour and let you go to town on the Wish and just talk all about it. And... I'll we back can't wait. I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink a cheer wine and just kind of hang out while you guys just chat about the wish. <laughs> um, something that's not happening, however, Blizzard Beach. Now I know that you're not a fan of water parks, and so this is not something mm. that hits you in the, in the in the feels. But uh, they've been closed since 2020. Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, of course, Typhoon Lagoon did open uh, sometime they, last yes, year. They did. Great. However, however, new permits have been filed for work on the wave pool and some of the piping and some of the construction and everything. So it looks as if Disney World just taking this time and just working on Blizzard Beach as a whole, just operating everything. Did as a whole. Blizzard Beach not open for a little bit? It did open for a little bit. Did it? The Typhoon Lagoon remained closed. Mm-hmm. Did it? Okay. Um, well, anyway, it's closed right now. <laughs> so uh, and then apparently, it closed again. at least see, I didn't that know, is I how I am remembering it. it. Is that Blizzard Beach reopened? Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, if it did, okay. So if it did, it did, well, every 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 year on normal years, which is what mm-hmm. we're hoping to, to transition to by next year, everything's just back to normal completely. Right. Hopefully, what will happen is as it gets colder, one park will stay open and they will close the other for refurbishment. So you know, Typhoon Lagoon will stay open. That's all through, always happens all through the end of the year, whereas Blizzard mm-hmm. Beach will close in November and be closed through January. Mm-hmm. And then in January, Blizzard opens and Typhoon Lagoon closes until like May, and then they're both open in May. Was of right now, Blizzard Beach is still closed. And maybe that happened last year where they did the flip-flop. One was open for a bit while the other got refurbished. But Blizzard yep. Beach hasn't opened. It hasn't opened at all. And so apparently they're just going to remain. My guess is they're going to keep it closed for the rest of the year until next probably. spring. And probably take this time and do all they need to do to I it. would agree. And, and I did just confirm because um, mm-hmm. Disney Parks blog had put that out there. That okay. it was reopening in on March 7th of 2021. Because okay. the only reason gotcha. I really remember is I sent clients. And I mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, we want to go to Typhoon Lagoon. I'm like, eh, well, you can't. So right. you can go to Blizzard Beach. <laughs> now, what, do you remember when it closed? Or do you know when it closed? I remember um, planning to send clients for mm-hmm. earlier this summer, and they like couldn't go. Right. So like, I was like, oh wait, we're gonna have to go to Typhoon Lagoon. Never mind. Well, um, and so I don't know yeah. when it went down. So, well, it's been closed, and it's gonna be closed through the rest of the yeah. year. So let's just say that. <laughs> so um, the festival of the holidays is coming to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about our sister park across the country. Uh, California Adventure will have a bright, shining, fifty-foot-tall Christmas tree on Buena Vista Street. And an automotive holiday embellishment in Cars Land, which Cars Land, I believe, is going to do like uh, um, Luigi's World, uh, Joy to the World. And Mater will be doing Mater's Jingle Jumbery. And that's basically a, a revamp or like overlay, Christmas overlay of their particular attractions. Um, also, some of the stuff that's happening over there, the World of Color Season of Light will have holiday magic by fusing cherished holiday music with memorable moments from treasured Disney animated films. So if you love World of Color, this is going to have a little tweak to it for the holiday. Uh, energetic live entertainment includes Disney Festival of the Holidays. It will highlight a diverse selection of celebrations. Also, we'll be bringing back the fan favorite Sip and Savor Pass that will return to Allow you to taste your way through eight food or non-alcoholic beverage stations from participating mm. marketplaces all through California Adventure. Also, you'll have the Disney Viva Navidad Street Party. That's happening with Mickey and Minnie. Uh, they'll be mm. donning their Festa Fiesta attire, uh, accompanied by Mexican folklorico dancers and mariachis. Now, I probably said that completely wrong. I did not mean to cultural appropriate anybody. Um, so that's <laughs> happening over California Adventure across the uh, across the Espionage uh, Disneyland Park. We'll also have the festive holiday decor with a 60-foot tree on Main Street, USA. Mm. Sleeping Beauty's Winter Castle will return from day to night with shimmering icicles and twinkling lights. And in Town Square, you're going to see Disney characters in their finest holiday finery. Uh, and some will have all new outfits. In case you've been keeping track about the outfits they had on before, they'll have a new outfits. Um, you're going to see Anna and Elsa and Olaf. They'll be uh, celebrating with a Disney Christmas fantasy parade, a daily musical procession of floats, because, you know, they have lots of parades and nighttime celebrations over at Disneyland, and we have one parade. Thanks, Disneyland. Thanks, Disney. Thanks, Bob. Um, in the evenings, you're going to have the Believe in Holiday Magic Fireworks Spectacular. Now, of course, this is all part of their daily functioning. This is not a party. This is not a Christmas thing you had to pay extra for. No. They're all just giving you fireworks and parades and yep. Christmas celebrations uh, because they love you. They love Disneyland guests more than they love Disney World. So anyway, you're also going to have Small World Holiday, uh, which will take you around the world mm-hmm. as toys and dolls representing children enjoying the holiday traditions of their countries. Jack Skellington will cause a collision between Christmas and Halloween to transform the Haunted Mansion into a Haunted Mansion holiday. And in downtown Disney in the hotels, you're going to have all kinds of dazzling decor and photo chances, photo opportunities, music. Um, the Disneyland resorts uh, will have all sorts of Santa Claus things and Christmas tree things and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff happening. So that's your holiday update for Disneyland. Returning, I believe, starting on November the uh, November the 11th. Ah. Running through January 8, 2023. So if you're worried about it, you're not going to get through until after the first of the year, it will be there. So You know, I have never been to Disneyland for the holidays. I've been there for Halloween, but never for the holidays. And mm-hmm. I would love to go. I have never been there either. I would love really to go. Cool. I think, I really think we should all take a huge trip out there to Disneyland next year. Let's, uh, Jen, make it happen. You can do this. So, D23, I want to mention some of the stuff happening. Of course, that's happening the weekend of September 10th and 11th, somewhere in there. And pay attention to our socials, guys, because we will be giving you, like, I'm Mm -hmm. going to be monitoring the laptop like, Mm -hmm. like a fever dream, typing up stuff and tweeting stuff and posting stuff because I love this stuff. I love these presentations. I will be Mm -hmm. tuning into a lot of this stuff. Some of the things going on here that's happening at D23. Uh, they're going to have the inside look at the Society of Explorers and Adventures at the Backlot mm-hmm. stage. 
You're going to have a peek behind the curtain at Walt Disney Imagineering, illusions, special effects, and these are different seminars and different presentations mm-hmm. happening. Uh, this is going to be cool. Marty Sklar, apparently, I didn't know this until recently, Marty Sklar, apparently, a, a very legendary name and a legendary Imagineer, was a hoarder. He kept everything from Walt Disney, from Walt Disney World, That's Disneyland, great. everything he did. So they're huh. going to have an archives presentation, uncovering treasures from the Artist Car Collection. Oh There's going to be gosh. things in there that we probably never even knew existed that he's going to pull out. Because, you know, Scholar passed away a few years ago, and they went yeah. through his stuff, and now they're doing some sort of presentation with all this stuff. And Oh, I bet that's going to be You're probably going to be like, you see this notebook? This is the notebook that Walt Disney started sketching Jungle Book in, you know, probably. in 1961. Something like that. I mean, I don't know. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. Uh, they were going to be doing a Disney Parks through the decade kind of thing, and mm. kind of walking through all the decades and stuff. The world of Duffy and friends. <sighs> uh, who cares? Uh, <laughs> they're also, if you're there, which, Jen, you could be there to do this if you had a ticket, uh, you're getting, <laughs> getting the first access to Disney Me. It's a new personalized digital avatar in the Play Disney Parks app. Hmm. It will launch as part of the Disney Uncharted Adventure augmented reality experience on the Disney Wish. Now, whether they're going to bring that to the parks or not, I'm sure they will at some point, but uh, not anytime soon. Um, and of course, that's also when they will have the Marvel presentation, which we are right. we talked to Michael from the Deucecast last week about Marvel. They're mm-hmm. going to be doing more stuff there. And that's probably the one that will end up closing the day. Josh tomorrow will be hosting the Parks and Experiences presentation. Yeah. That's likely when we're going to find out about when the Tron's going to open. I don't Hopefully. think it's going to be this year. I feel like if it was going to be in October or November, we would We'd already know. Already know. Because something I didn't realize until recently, and then it struck me a couple of days ago, I was like, oh, yeah. Because as we transition out of the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. the company turns 100 next year. Walt Disney World, D23, hey. 1923, 2023, 100. Okay. So my guess is going to be that's going to be a new focus entirely across the company. Yeah, that makes 100 sense. 100 years, blah, blah, blah. So I'm Because guessing, it'll overlap the last six months of, exactly, the, of the 50th. Exactly. Yeah. So they'll be transitioning, and I'm guessing by January. So a lot of the 50th stuff will kind of be going away slowly but surely. They'll take a few months. I don't think you go in April, you're not going to see a lot of 50th stuff at all. Um, right. In February, I think you'll see maybe half the stuff that's there now. Um, I think the statues obviously will stay, but... Oh, no, those that. are going to stay. Um, but they will be, I think, I'm, I'm guessing here, but I think we're going to see all sorts of 100, 100 years kind of kind of things happening. Sure. Um, I think Tron, will, the opening, will be a part of that. But also, we're going to get updates mm-hmm. on Shanghai, Disneyland, Zootopia. We're going to hear about Paris and Frozen Land and Probably, Hong Kong's yeah. from there. I think we're going to get at least one, if not two, of the new names for the new Disney ships. Because remember, we were supposed to get three. COVID we are, and they got pushed back because of COVID. Exactly, but we got the wish. We've already got the wonder, the magic, the uh, the fantasy, the dream, and now the wish. Mm-hmm. I'm my guess is we're gonna have the celebration. And, okay, good and guess. The, and the imagine. That's gonna be my guess is the celebration and the imagine. Okay. Um, All right. Because we'll see. I feel I feel like there's a trend here happening with these words. I can definitely using. see celebration be one. celebration. Uh, I mean, what other words could we use though? I mean, we're maybe, starting I mean, to maybe it more like imagination versus like. I thought about imagine, imagine. imagination, but it's kind of lengthy though. I mean, like the Disney Imagine or the Disney Imagination. Yeah. Maybe. Well, um, to kind of think about what other things might be, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be words like. Yeah, it'll yeah. be something like that. <laughs> celebratory. Uh, celebratory. But uh, also we'll hear more about Disneyland's new Toontown because that's coming. They're yes. doing the new to- Toontown with their Mickey and Minnie's Runaway. Mm-hmm. And there's always surprises. Because yes. if you remember, I think it was in 2016 when they had this, maybe 2015, nobody really knew what was happening with Star Wars. And towards right. the end of it, Iger comes down and is like, hey, guys, guess what? We're going to be building the Star Wars land. More on that later. And people lost Mike their ever-loving like, minds. Exactly. <laughs> um, as we talked about last week, I think we talked about uh, what might be happening for the parks. I think that you know we'll hear yeah. some updates about what's happening maybe with Dino Land or what. Might get some Epcot up- updates too with like the construction going on there. So. Crossing my fingers that tomorrow is going to come out and say, you know what, guys? Because I love Jen, we've met, we've chatted, we've talked, we're buddies, we're texting pals, um, you know, we're Facebook friends, whatever. <laughs> we're bringing back Mary Poppins. We were going to have it. COVID yes. but I'm going to say right Bring now because of Jen we're bringing it back and Jen I want your team to be the first ones to experience it because you, that's that's a guess I could be wrong you know what we accept that's a guess. We, we accept humbly exactly. we accept I'm just humbly yeah humbly. actually Josh since you're listening to this and I know that you are uh, let's go ahead and say this don't even say we're going to invite the team just say they're coming because we accept the invitation you haven't given yet but are going to give we get it yeah. You had to wait, but yeah, we know the invitation is coming. Uh, <laughs> we know it's coming. Uh, back over to Disney World. The Disney 
the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. It's I say it's beginning to sell out. It is, but of course it's the typical dates that we're beginning to sell out. That is going to be the first date on the August the 16th and the last date, uh, October 31st. Those are the two dates that are sold out. Yeah. Um, so make sure you enjoy those. We all, all sort of figured out that October yeah, 31st will come. Sell out. And, like, and I think as we get closer, there will be parties that will not sell out and there will be parties that will sell yep. out. Correct. I, th- I think here's what's going to happen. I think people are going to wait to see the feedback from the first few parties and then dive in. And if the mm-hmm. word comes back that, oh my gosh, it's better than ever, it's amazing, blah, blah, blah. It's back. It's, it's back. Yeah. People are going to dive in on that and be like, I was waiting to know, but now I'm, I'm all in. So yeah. if you want to spend a little extra money on top of the 150 or 160 or 170 or how much you spent for the ticket, there will be plenty of tricky, tr- tricky treats to enjoy at the party because they're going to have the Mickey's Not-So-Spooky mm-hmm. Spectacular Dessert Party. Uh, Disney tells us yep. for an even, even, I can't even say it, for an even sweeter evening, you can indulge in a wickedly delicious, not-so-scary, spectacular dessert party at the Tomorrowland Terrace with mouth-watering Halloween-themed concoctions like pumpkin cupcakes and chocolate-covered strawberries and cheesecake mousse and pistachio white chocolate bars. And it's all you care to enjoy, all you can eat, sweets and specialty drinks, and yep. guaranteed viewing for Disney's not-so-spooky, spectacular uh, ha- fireworks, which is great. Today, they just released the pricing for this uh, for this Halloween party. So if you want to pay extra, it's going to be $99 per adult and $59 per child aged 3 to 9. Of course, we had mm-hmm. one agent that was like, I'm going to identify as a 3 to 9-year-old, which she's kind of short, so it probably could work. I mean, uh, yeah, she's kind of short. <laughs> this is one of those things where um, – I, I take that back. Hold on. There's two of them. There's the Plaza Garden Viewing, which puts you out in the plaza for 99 and 59 and then there's the Disney Not So Spooky mm-hmm. Tomorrowland Terrace Party. So there's two parties. One's at the terrace, covered tables and chairs. The other's at the plaza, and that mm-hmm. like kind of the, basically that 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 green area where there's no chairs, like yeah. a picnic area. There's that. That's the 99 and, and 69, 59. This is the 115, 69. So you have your choice of the two places. Um, August 9th is when the reservations open up. Okay, so this is one of those things where if you want special seating to this. And you're okay with spending the money? Then spend the money. This is awesome. not a waste of your a waste of your cash. This is not something right. that I think that I would do more than likely. Um, I'm fine because it's because I don't like having being seated for long periods of time during these parties. Mm-hmm. I want to move, move, move. Yeah. Also, they announced that Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest will be open for reservations on party yes. nights. So mm-hmm. if you want to spend 170 and then also take an hour and a half of your time to spend $100 per person or however much it costs to eat dinner there, yeah. um, do that if you want. But uh, uh, honestly, if a client asks me, should we eat, I always tell clients, eat before you go or mm-hmm. eat before the party starts because you yeah. don't want to be sitting there for an hour no, and a half. No, because there's, you know. You know, there's the character meets and there's, right. like the, different, right. you know, there's the parade and the fireworks yep. and you know the you know the rides, of course, are right open the trick-or-treating stations and like all the other special things like you don't want to for me i don't want to be seated eating during that and this is nothing this is not a slam on cinderella's or be our guest i love both restaurants absolutely great both are worth it absolutely but you can't even see fireworks from be our guest so you know it's not something where maybe forget by the window because no you can't Mm -mm. the way it's no and even at cinderella's you're really not seeing yeah i mean you have to be right by the window and that's special and even then you're like not really seeing everything honestly though like i I'm not going back to Cinderella's Royal Table until they bring all the princesses back. Um, you know, I want the princesses to come mm-hmm. back. And this is not a slide on Disney. They're doing whatever they do. But, you know, it's just my thing. I'm just not going to go back until they, they, have the, uh, they have all the princesses back, not just a few of the princesses. <laughs> so, well, it'd be not just Cinderella. Cinderella. I was going to say, what do you mean a few? <laughs> not a few. And finally, Jen, I know that you're building a house up there. By the way, house update. Where are we on the house? How's it looking? Just a quick little thing. Oh, for those we have footers. Our pile of dirt has lots of trenches. And there's, like, nice. pipes. Um, and there's gravel mm-hmm. or like in a pile that looks like they're going to do something with the foundation. Like, so that's exciting. Um, Very nice. Good, good, good. good yeah, good. there's so. it, it, still spring, still spring of next year. But So when do we have Ezekiel and Elijah coming over to do the barn raising? Is that like a, like a special <laughs> celebration planned or I'm just. just yeah, curious. it's like a special, it's a special. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Seven yeah, Novotnys for seven time. brothers. I can see that happening. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, Randomly, if you've never seen Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, the movie is not good, except for that first 10-minute dance sequence. It's spectacular. Have you ever seen that? I have seen the dance sequence because I used to show her. That's all you really need to see is the dance sequence. The rest of the movie is... I've not seen the rest of it. I have seen the dance sequence. But that dance sequence is just unreal how good that is. So back to this. Um, Golden Oaks Mansion at Walt Disney World had to reduce the price. It was on sale. Nobody was buying. So finally they reduced it, and there it is. 
Uh, I'm not sure, unconfirmed as whether this is the house that quasi producer Heather is purchasing. I'm not sure. It is an 18, or is it is an 8,000 square foot well, mansion. Uh, $16 million at the original price. They reduced it down to 12, and basically they had a contract on it within a day. Uh, it's a two-story mansion, part of the Four Seasons private residences. Mm-hmm. You can live basically on property. Uh, six bedrooms, nine bathrooms, two kitchens, two kitchens, and plenty of Disney-inspired touches with four bedroom suites, the Dream Suite, the Castle Suite, the Four Seasons Suite, and Mickey's Suite within the house. Um, yeah, there you go. That's a thought of house. I, I, I don't know. I've, there it, there I mean, it is. N- nine bathrooms might be too much for you. I know you could take over three bathrooms comfortably. You might have trouble with four uh, but that would give Brady half a bathroom after all your stuff, so which is probably a good thing. <laughs> probably a good thing. So that's all of our news that we've got. All of our news. I mean, my gosh, there's a ton of it mm-hmm. here. But but let's look now at one of our resorts. This is kind of our ongoing uh, series that's going to take forever to get all the way yes. through because there are like 30 resorts. want to talk a little bit about Coronado Springs. Now, yes. let me give you some background on Coronado Springs. This actually celebrated its 25th anniversary this week. Opened mm-hmm. on August 1st, 1997. It's located in the Animal Kingdom Resort area, and that doesn't mean it's right beside Animal Kingdom. That just because means because it's not. It's closer to Animal Kingdom than a lot of other resorts, so it's considered Animal Kingdom Resort area. But you know. uh, it's got a theme yeah. of America, uh, American colonial Spanish and Southwestern mm-hmm. American. It's a moderate resort, um, but it has a convention center as well. It's the only moderate yes. level resort with Disney suites. There's a cafeteria, just mm-hmm. a restaurant, a dinner, a formal dining restaurant, Maya Grill. Uh, you got gift shops and arcades and blah, 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 blah. Owned by Disney, by the way. So, owned also by Toledo the Steakhouse. Parents. Which one? Toledo Steakhouse. Oh, that's right, because I haven't been, I haven't mm-hmm. been there yet. So uh, um, it's kind of funny because some of the sites I'm looking at doesn't even have it on there. So um, Yeah. So. Toledo, uh, newer one, though. Oh, that's right. To- I, yeah. Is it Toledo? Because I always say Toledo because I think the city in, in Toledo. Ohio is Toledo. <laughs> it's, it's probably better than just Toledo. <laughs> so yeah. uh, currently 19... 151 rooms at Coronado mm-hmm. Springs and located in four sections across mm-hmm. the property with Grand Casino Tower being the main building. That's like yeah. the big building, the big sky rise mm-hmm. that's there uh, with rooms on the third through 15th floors. The Casitas have five buildings. The Ranchos have four buildings. They're mm-hmm. Pueblo-style buildings. The Cabanas have uh, three buildings with like two floors and stuff. Everything yep. was renovated in 2018 with new beds, mm-hmm. new flat screen TVs, new furnishings, and kind of a you know all the new linens and all the yeah. good stuff like that. Um, you know, one of the things that people love about this is the pyramid. The lost thing. city of Cibola, uh, dig site pool. It's a huge pool. Mm-hmm. Got a sand volleyball court there. It's got a, the yeah. largest outdoor hot tub on property. Mm-hmm. Um, 20,000 square foot explorers pro- playground, an arcade that's there. Mm-hmm. And there's a 46 foot, five story tall Mayan pyramid themed yes. water slide. Um, at the beginning of the day, the Mayan pyramid is turned on and a huge stream of water flows down the steps. Mm-hmm. And the kids can actually be there as, the, as part of the opening to see the water come down yeah. and everything. Uh, they renovated this in 2018, so it's about four years old now. Don't climb those steps. We've seen people do that. Don't do that. That's bad. That's bad, bad, Don't bad. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't climb the steps. Convention Center. Uh, largest convention center on Walt Disney World property. Now, Contemporary it's has a huge. convention center. And doesn't, was it, Beach, Yacht and Beach Club have one? Or Boardwalk has Yacht one? And Beach, Yacht and Beach okay. Club has one. Um, yep. Yes, correct. Uh, uh, Boardwalk does not have one. Okay. Because Yacht and Beach Club has it. Grand gotcha. Floridian okay. has one. That's what I was thinking. So. Coronado Springs. Um, so there's three located on property. This is the biggest one. Oh, and uh, the Contemporary. Contemporary. That's right. Yeah, Contemporary. Um, 60- no, but and Grand Floridian. So Contemporary and Grand Floridian. Oh, Grand Floridian. Floridian. Okay, I missed they that. Both so contemporary, do. Grand Floridian, Yacht and Beach Club, and... Uh, and Coronado. Coronado Spring. Gotcha. Correct. So Coronado's Convention Center includes a 60,214 square foot Coronado Ballroom, the largest ballroom in the southeastern United States. Oh, I didn't realize that. Also a Fiesta wow. Ballroom. It's uh, about 86,000 mm-hmm. square foot. The Veracruz Exhibition Hall with 1,500 square mm-hmm. foot of pre-function space. I know they're getting into the weeds here, but just kind of giving a little bit <laughs> overview of it. Um, this is the kind of place where you go and you price out Coronado and you see your standard rooms, your water view yeah. rooms, your Grand Casino, and then you'll see a whole lot of casitas and like suites, two bedroom suites. Mm-hmm. I mean, this moderate room will have you know, rooms that are thousand dollars a night because they're big rooms for mm-hmm. multiple people and big conventions and things like that. Yeah. So, very cool. Now, you have stayed at the Coronado Springs uh, Grand Casino Tower recently. So, yes. Let's so talk I a little s- bit about experiences because I was there last year. So, tell okay. me a little bit about your thoughts. Yeah. Grand Tower. So, Grand Casino Tower, um, and, and I have to say, as a as a whole, I consider Coronado Springs like a moderate plus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. Yep. There's all the moderates. Yeah, it's more moderate than deluxe, but it's also like 
more deluxe than the other moderates. So I right. really love Coronado Springs. It is my favorite moderate. Um, nice. And Grandestino Tower especially. That 1,000%, it really felt deluxe to me. Right. Uh, for the most part. I mean, a couple, you know, a couple things. I'm like, okay, well, that's more moderate. But for the most part, just like the spaciousness, mm -hmm. number one. Also, because it was a new build in 2018. Yes, mm -hmm. 2018. Yep, yep, yep. And um, <laughs> I just had to remember that. You know, it's got the, with the technology, with the um, elevators going up actually. and down. Tw 2019. Oh, 2019. I'm sorry, you're right. It, just, it was 2019. Yep. Um, and it, man, it just, just so beautiful with all of the dining. It's so convenient to get mm -hmm. to all of the resources of Coronado. And, you know, just up front, one of the complaints, if, if people have it, is just the size because it yeah, is a, a big resort. It is a big resort. Whenever they did those renovations, they added a bridge to like kind of connect the back to the front. So that does mm -hmm. help a lot. Yep. There is still walking though to get to the main building and yep. to Decino Tower and to the, you know, convention center or like whole front area that just, it is what it is. Um, but it's so beautiful. Like I said, it was like the hard floors. It was like all the linens, the flat screen TVs, like the technology I and the bathrooms were lovely. So really loved Grand Estino Tower. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It's, it. so, it's one like that I feel I'm like not saying deluxe, yeah, I would happily say that. You could take that tower, and if you themed it correctly, like pluck it over in the middle of Old Key West or Saratoga Springs, and suddenly Absolutely. you've got like a deluxe and not have to change yeah. much about it. It's, it's yeah. a really beautiful tower. Mm -hmm. I've stayed in both the regular rooms, which the, the And I've stayed in the regular rooms, too. They're they, really great, they too. They are. They're, they're spacious, too. Um, my favorite of the moderates, of course, is going to be French Quarter. I like the theming, and I also like how sure. small it is because I'm a mm -hmm. big fan of small resorts. Yeah. I can get to one side or the other. Basically, my one of my, my, my pros or cons on a resort mm -hmm. is how fast can I get to the lobby? To the gift shop, to the bus stop, to right. the front desk, to the concierge. What, how fast can I get mm -hmm. to the lobby? Uh, right. Coronado Springs and Caribbean Beach are both massive. Caribbean Huge. being the largest one on property. Mm -hmm. Coronado just under that. Um, yeah. So if you're staying in a stated rim across property, I mean, you either have yeah. to... You're gonna have to hike it, or take it in, in a into a resort mm -hmm. bus to get to the front desk. But either way, you've got several minutes. You know, if you're like, mm -hmm. it's seven in the morning, we're leaving here at eight to catch the bus. You know, to go to Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Actually, I don't know why you leave that late, but anyway, hey, I'm gonna go yeah. get a pastry. If I'm at French Quarter, I'm at the food court. I'm back. Right. Fifteen, twenty minutes. I'm done. At Coronado, I may not get there and back until 45 minutes because it's such a long hike. So it is a, it's a very large hike. resort. And there are, um, you know, like for getting the, your luggage to the room, et cetera, because our, our room was ready when right. we checked in mm -hmm. most recently. Um, and we were in a standard room this last time. So there what there are golf carts, but, you know, limited golf carts, you know, right. multiple people checking in. You might have to wait on that part. Or, of course, you can walk it. And one time we walked it, one time we had the golf cart. I mean, you know. Right. Well, and honestly, like the American Southwest is not necessarily my favorite kind of theme. Like I don't mm -hmm. look at that. I'm like, oh, I love this whole Southwesty Tex-Mex right. kind of theme. This works though. I think it looks. Great. It really does. Um, because you do have the casitas, which are more mm -hmm. of like the residential areas of cities yeah. found all over Mexico. It's more elegant and more sophisticated. You get the mm -hmm. ranchos, which are like ranch houses of the of the Southwest. Yeah. Uh, and the cabanas are like a small like fishing village. I love the cabanas. I love mm -hmm. the look of the cabanas, and of course the tower, which draws inspiration from the the Salvador Dali Disney animated film Destino. Um, it pulls from that whole Dali kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Love the Sino Towers. Now, um, also, I love the food court area that they have. It's a very yes, it's long, a great food court area. area. They do have mm -hmm. the cafeteria style where you go they in do. and order your food sit down. They have a couple of sit down restaurants as well. They have Rick's Bar and Grill, which is yep. there, which is really nice. Their gift shop, I think, is great. Their lobby mm -hmm. is beautiful. The only, like you said, the size is one thing. Also, the transportation yeah. options are not great if you're staying at the Port Orleans you have an option to catch a boat to Disney Springs at least even if you're catching buses to everywhere mm -hmm. else Caribbean Beach you got your mm -hmm. buses and your Skyliner to the to yeah. some of the parks Coronado Springs either you're driving you're Ubering or you're taking the bus and sometimes mm -hmm. the buses aren't that great we've been there before when the bus system just failed <laughs> altogether um, but what I do like is that because of like, the parking lots being scattered yep. around you just walk out of your building and That's the Uber yep. slash Lyft driver yep. slash minivan can come right there to your building. Yes. Um, if you're willing to, you know, and, and we were just there for a short time. We're like, yeah, not bussing it. So, yeah. so <laughs> uh, the other thing that I, the only other negative, and when you go to the rooms and I'm going to speak first about the Grandestina room, it's got the two queen beds. We were on the, Gosh, the seventh floor, eighth floor, which gave okay. a great view. And it's like everything oh, it's has a good view, view because yeah. you're looking out above property, which is yep. just 
fantastic. At nighttime, it's so beautiful. Pretty. It looks beautiful. Yeah. The rooms were comfortable. The bed were comfortable. Everything was really, really yes. comfortable. They've got the new style rooms with all the USB ports and the plugs. And me, mm-hmm. I've got like six charges to plug in. i got to plug in my computer in because Jen won't let me not. Yeah. Jen won't let me stop working. So I've got to plug that in and just constant, constant stream of plugging things in. The only downside to, to what I found for families. Now, I cannot speak to every single mm-hmm. room. But we were going to go last year and stay at the Grand Casino Tower with our entire yeah. family. I think we talked about this trip that we have the whole family going. Mm-hmm. Well, my, my mm-hmm. brother and sister-in-law have three small children. They need a bathtub. A lot of these rooms uh, don't have bathtubs. They have the stand-up showers. Correct. And I found the bathrooms to be beautiful, except they weren't really as functional as I'd like them to be. Because, let's just say it, if you're not comfortable with seeing whoever you're with unclothed, only one person can use the bathroom at a time. You have sinks in the middle, True. toilets on one side, shower on the other, and it's an entire glass wall of shower. So yeah. whoever's in that shower, if you're at the sink brushing your teeth, whoever's in that shower, you get the full show there. So it's like, not that you're going to be creepy and stare at somebody in the shower, but still, it's there. Um, and same thing with the children. If you need a bathtub to bathe your small children in, you may want to stay in one of the regular Coronado Springs rooms. Because those are going to have more likely to have bathtubs. Exactly. Yeah. This is, it's, it's not something Although, you think about until you realize, oh, I need this. I am going to posit this with the toilet yep. situation. Yes. I mean, in a regular Coronado room, the toilet's in the same room as the bathtub anyway. Well, that's true. That's so, true. But the sink is separated. So, But it will be the different. The sink, if, though, you are correct. The and, sink I, and I feel separated. as if if it was something where there was a, either a, like a mm-hmm. like the glass was either uh, was either opaque and darker or kind of blurred out or whatever, or there was a curtain you could pull across the shower, that'd be one thing, but just once all the wall of glass. Yeah. There's the I mean, so. for, you know, for us, it wouldn't be like, I mean, I could, there's a nice long desk yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. So yeah. like, if you just yep. need like makeup or, you know, whatever, there is a space there if you have a mirror, so. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so. it's, it's doable. But if that's something that concerns you, definitely like the other rooms or your preferred room, the preferred buildings are going to be a little bit closer to the yep. main building. It's not going to be as close, but you know, it's yep. still more closer. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually had the rooms wrong, actually, because it is a, um, it's 2385. That's how many guest rooms there are. Because I wasn't including uh, the 500 uh, something with the Zeno Tower. So it's up. It's a large resort yeah. park. You got your standard rooms and your king rooms, mm-hmm. your water views, your junior suite, which was 6'6", mm-hmm. and this is when you're getting in more convention rooms, your junior suite king, yeah. your casitas bedrooms, uh, your executive suites, and those are the ones mm-hmm. that are more expensive. Uh, the preferred rooms are the ones closer yep. to the front. I am a huge fan of preferred rooms because, again, yeah. I want to be able to get my cheese danish from the lobby. I want to pay six bucks for my cheese danish early in the morning yeah. so I can get over there. <laughs> Don't yeah. maybe walk all the way over. Uh, tons of lounges. Um, the Barcelona Lounge, the Dahlia mm-hmm. Lounge, uh, of course, the Maya Grill. Now, I've never eaten at the Maya Grill, but I've heard it's really good. Have you? I've heard it's really good. I actually, that's one of the very few on property I haven't eaten at. So, when I yeah. used to work at the Disney store, and this is in 2008, we had an elder gentleman there named Joe, and he worked the front. He would always greet people. He talked like mm-hmm. this. He loved Disney. He served in the service, and this is kind of his retiree job. And he and his wife, mm-hmm. he, they're, they're all their kids are obviously out of the house. And, you know, me and my wife, we just look online and we found a cruise. It's leaving Thursday. And this, this is like Tuesday. Found, leaving Thursday. We're going on a cruise for three nights. We're flying down tomorrow. I mean, just. This is retirement for him. He's I great. love him. And he pulled me aside. You're going to Disney? Where are you, st- where are you staying? Uh, you know, we're staying over wherever, blah, blah, blah. Um, have, you stayed at, have you been to Coronado Springs? Uh, not yet. I have not been there. This is, again, 2008 before I was really yeah. a travel planner. Um, and so he would tell me, go to Coronado, eat at Maya Grill. People don't know about Maya Grill, but it's so good. Get the steak. The steak is just fantastic. It's a hidden gem. Nobody goes over there. You can just walk right on up. Nobody's in there because nobody knows about it. But it's a hit. We stay there every time we can at Coronado just to eat the Maya Grill. I will come back and he'll go, John, go to Coronado eat the Maya No, Joe, we didn't have time to. I got to tell you, you're making a mistake. Next time you go, when you're going again, December, my, I'm going to remind you, Maya Grill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I don't. I haven't <laughs> seen Joe since 2010 when the store closed, so I'm hoping he's still alive. Hats off to you, Joe. I'm going to go to Maya, and when I do that first back yep. to steak, I'm, it's it's going to be for you, Joe. It's going to be for you. So, anything extra to throw in there about Coronado? Any uh, any ideas? Any thoughts? Good, bad? Um, wow. No, I mean, I just really think it is. It also does have some club level options it in does. Destino mm-hmm. Tower. Yep. Um, if those have reopened, um, not yep. all the club levels have reopened yet, but I just think. It is a really solid option, especially if you are someone um, like me who loves State of Luck, right. but maybe for whatever reason, oh, you know what, we want to do a lower budget or, you right. know, we're not really, yeah, I don't know, for whatever reason, you're wanting to save a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a fabulous option. It really is. It I mean, Coronado, stay there. Like, it's good. I, 
it's Jen approved. What more do you need to know? There you go. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's good for families. I think it's great for families um, yeah. because of that pool. Because of that pool area. That pool is also beautiful. Got, uh, you've also got you know, the sandbox area they can play in. Yep. There's a whole like Maya playground right next to the pool. Yes. Um, so there's really kinds of fun amenities and games and stuff. They do night. They do movies by, mm-hmm. the, by the pool side. They have Absolutely. chalk art. There's uh, there's like I said the dig sites. Um, mm-hmm. There's tons of stuff going on there for kids. It's just a it's a very fun and festive. Um, it is one of those room it, size. Room size room is great size because you have is, the is, two queen beds and either the pull down or the sleeper yeah. or whatever. So you've got that. It feels um, bigger than the other moderate. Honestly, though, and if if you're somebody. And there are families who are like, they'll just eat wherever they can eat. That's fine. There are other mm-hmm. families that are like, we would like a microwave or we would like something. It's not going to have a microwave. It'll have a mini fridge. Right. Spring for the preferred room if you can. If you're not going to yeah. stay at Decino and you have small children, you want that bathtub, stay in a regular room. Mm-hmm. But pay the extra couple hundred bucks for the yes, preferred. Yes, for the preferred. Close, you're in the casitas, and the casitas are my favorite because they have that tropical feel to them. Also, you're going to be closer to the front and just... Like for us, and it's not so much now with our kid, yeah. but as our kid mm-hmm. grew up with a special diet, getting that microwave and that food court was essential because we had to heat his eggs. We had to heat his, mm-hmm. heat his, his breakfast in the morning or cook some dinner for him yeah. or whatever. So having that proximity to the front yeah. the front is really, really important. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're okay, if you're older, couples, I think the Grand Destino Tower is perfect. Yeah. It's, a, it's got a romantic aspect to it that it I does. think- you know, you could probably get if you stayed at Grand Floridian and Contemporary, but if you don't want to spend that much, stay at Disney It's a Disney great Tower. option. I've I've put honeymooners there, too. Oh, yeah, like, me too. They me want to too. do Disney honeymoon, yep. but they don't, you know, yep. what, what young, you're just getting married, yep. don't have the budget for, for the grant. I get it. That's fine. Like, it's a great option. And it's not like, okay, like if you're going to pop, you're going to All-Stars, you're going to mm-hmm. Art of Animation, you are going to have a lot more children because right. it is very, they are very... Right. Children friendly, you know. Right. Not, the, I mean, all of Disney is children friendly, but you know what I mean. There's, yeah. a, I mean, it's very um, for kids. It's very bright and colorful, yes. and yeah. you got the yeah. characters, and it's like you know, larger than life. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Casino Tower and uh, you know Coronado in general, it's a little more hmm, right, chilly, right. chill vibe. There, there are laundry facilities there, yeah. so you do have laundry services if you need to, and of course there are. There are childcare services. They're not operated by Disney, but Disney kind of partners with them. So you can contact your travel agent about getting childcare if you need yes. childcare for the evening while you go to, go to Toledo or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Toledo. I Toledo. say Toledo. 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 <laughs> by the way, did you know the name of the lake that's there at at, uh, um, at Coronado Springs? Like I, I do, and I can't think of it like, right I now. I knew it had a name there. to it, but I never knew the name of it until mm-hmm. recently. And that name is Lago Dorado. It's a man-made 14-acre lake, mm-hmm. uh, which, as you mentioned before, kind of sat right in the middle of the resort, which means if you're here and you need to be over there, you got to walk all the way around that lake. Yep. However, right now there's a restaurant sitting right in the middle of the lake. You can walk straight yes. across on there, which is really, really fun. It's really uh, cool. It's a really cool little walk there. Um, whenever I'm playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, when I used to play it, I used to love putting walkways <laughs> across the water with a ride in the middle. This is a restaurant right in the middle, and it just looks yeah. cool. So. <laughs> I have I have eaten there. Um gosh it was it was during a a fam and they we ate at three bridges regardless was it good i know our friend meredith said she ate there it was it was it was hit and miss for her yeah that's what it was was, what i had was very good but again you know she had she said she liked some of her dishes and some she didn't so it's probably just more like what you prefer there exactly and what you like so exactly so there is your take on coronado springs hope you enjoyed that little Mm -hmm. run around the resort there as we uh sort of slowly but surely work our way around the resorts and we'll grab another one in a few weeks and talk about another resort but until then jan costa rica coming up in what three weeks yes uh three weeks it's crazy how it's august already i know it's It's insane i've got a birthday in a week in a week which is insane crazy i mean it's like we got trips coming up in October, mm-hmm. and the whole group's coming down in December, and all of a sudden the marathon's yeah. going to be in February, and then we're all a year older, and it's ridiculous. And so, <laughs> and then Tron opens up, and it's like, what do we have? We have nothing else to live for because everything's open. What do we do? I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jen, where can they find you for Costa Rica? Where can we follow you along, mm. uh, follow along on, on the socials? Um, at Upon a Star Travel would be, you know, the overall agency page, which I will be sending stuff to our social media team yep. um, to, you know, get posted. I will also post on Upon a Star Jen and then my personal at Jen underscore Novotny as well. So you can follow all of those great locations. Yes. Make sure you're following Upon a Star Travel on Instagram. Uh, because there's a lot of fun stuff going up there. Mm-hmm. Meredith is in charge of that, and she's really been rocking it there. Same thing with TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. 
uh, as well. Yeah. And of course, the Facebook pages. But I would really steer you towards Instagram and uh, and TikTok because those are yeah. just some fun videos and fun pictures fun. that are going up all the time. She's constantly right. got a stream of stuff going up there. Yeah. Um, of course, find me at the Magic Honey Dollar on Instagram. I'm so close to to 700 uh, followers. Just just, just follow me. Just follow me. Don't make, don't make me beg. Uh, follow, find me on uh, <laughs> Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar as well. And, of course, you can find us at The MSE Podcast on all the socials, on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook. We should get Meredith on our, on our Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So let her do some magic on that because we're just <laughs> uh, It's on Twitter as well. But, of course, the TheMSEPodcast.com is our website. And, of course, at gmail.com. That is our email address. We would love to hear from you. Love to hear what you like, what you don't like, that kind of thing. Uh, and so, yeah, that's our show. Now, to close up, I want to leave the note, leave it on a kind of a melancholy note here because we lost a Disney legend, <laughs> voice of Ursula. Yeah. Pat Carroll passed away at the ripe old age of about 91, I believe. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just, just crazy. The career she had, which has spanned like 50 years because everybody knows her from Ursula um, yeah. but she was on the Danny Thomas show Laverne and Shirley ER mm-hmm. she's, she's an Emmy winner she's a Grammy winner she's a Tony nominee uh, mm-hmm. she's won drama award she started her career in 1952 with the Red Buttons show which is crazy uh, she was all the way up to everything from the movie Bustin' Loose to Too Close for Comfort to uh, mm-hmm. she was on Garfield cartoons as John's feisty grandmother um, she was in a couple of Disney movies as well besides uh, besides Besides the Little Mermaid, of course, that was her big breakout with Little, Little Mermaid when it comes to, yeah. to Disney and how they how they knew her. Um, just a just a great voice, uh, mm-hmm. just a great yeah. uh, great person. Just just she seemed like she was so much fun. And, she really did. You know, um, she really did. Just how much fun she she uh, uh, how much fun she seemed to be in interviews I had. She just seemed like she was so happy with life and happy to be a part of the Disney community. And people love her. People loved her. So yeah, they really did. To honor her, I found this clip on YouTube. We're going to end the show with this. It is Ursula reciting a very familiar piece of Disney script, and mm-hmm. well, it's Pat Carroll in an interview and from a uh, from a festival called Scarefest or something like the Mayhem Fest. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to end the show with this and go. You can also I'll put the link on the page. You can also go to the YouTube link and see the, all the, the details of it there. But uh, want to end with that just to salute to say uh, thank you, Pat Carroll, for everything you did. Rest in peace. We love you. We miss you already. Um, so, yeah, that is our show. Jen, thank you so much. I'm Dave. And, hey, don't forget to thank Pat Carroll. I have a favor to ask of you. Yes, I'll do anything. Um, right here, uh, a little side to read as Ursula. Many of you uh, may be familiar with this. This isn't something that Ursula uh, says in any movie, but it is, uh, it is Disney-related. Um, it's, uh, uh, should I give it away or should I? It's, it's from the, the Haunted Mansion. Yes! 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 <laughs> Let me cough. <laughs> Welcome, mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. I am your host. <laughs> your ghost host. <laughs> That can take it out of you. (laughs) Our tour begins here in this gallery where you see paintings of some of our guests in their corruptible mortal state. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Your cadaverous pallor displays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? (laughs) 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 And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors, which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. (laughs) Of course, there's always my way. (laughs) thank you for listening to the main street electrical podcast you can find us on instagram twitter and facebook at the mse podcast or visit our website at the mse 
be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.